Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, guys. It's Essex Girl here. Shade or Shade, whichever one floats your boat. I'm Jennifer, Jenny, Jen. I answer to all. And I'm Bianca, full-time member of The Beehive. And this is She's In A Pod. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's In A Pod. And I know this sounds a bit different this week, but it's just me, Bianca. I don't know if any of you, you were consistent listeners, can recognise our voices by now, but it's just me this week, a bit different, I know, but we just wanted to switch up for you guys, we didn't want it to be the same every single week, and also we wanted to give our listeners an opportunity to just like, get to know us more on a personal level, so sometimes it may just be one of us, sometimes it may just be two, sometimes it could be all three, it could be one and another guest, Um, we're going to switch up for you guys because that's what you deserve, number one, and number two, we wanted to make sure that we were showing our individuality through this process and through this project, Um, because you know, we are a unit, Um, we are She's in a Pod, but we are also three individual peas in a pod. And so we wanted to showcase that we wanted to just, yeah, like have an opportunity for even the three of us to get to know each other more. Because I think, you know, when you're just listening to someone talk and you're not always not talking yourself, you're actually able to get to know someone a bit more. Um, So I'm really excited. It does feel very weird recording without Shade and Jennifer because this is the first time that I'm doing it without them. Um, So it does feel weird because I'm at home. I'm not in the usual place that we record together. I'm at home just sipping on some Red Bull. And um, yeah, like we're going to have we're going to have an interesting talk today. We're going to get a bit deep, but um, I'm excited because this has been something this topic has been something that has been resonating with me for quite a long time now. you know, just adulting, as us millennials would like to say, um, I'm just learning that these topics are things that have to be spoken about because, you know, as we get older, we just we just have to take a lot more responsibility for uh, the way we are and who we are and who other people perceive us as and who we perceive ourselves as even. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about myself um, because we did do a um, get to know us episode at the beginning of the season but just to give you guys an opportunity to like get to know me a bit more on a personal level on an individual level um yeah but i mean what's there to really say <laughs> i'm bianca as you know my name is bianca bruce i'm 26 out of the, I'm the oldest out of the three pods out of the three p's rather <laughs> out of shade jennifer i am the i wouldn't say i'm the mothering one but uh, you know age-wise i guess i am but I think Jennifer's more of the motherly type. Um, definitely the opinionated one out of the three. I'm sure the other girls will tell you. <laughs> definitely the more, um, yeah, 
I'm quite loud. I'm quite, uh, I can turn on the ghetto fabulous when I'm ready. You know, I grew up in the southeast. I've been in the southeast my whole life. So I've lived in Peckham. I've lived in Lucian, basically southeast. And now I'm in like more so like Croydon sides. But I'm a southeast girl. <laughs> so that ghetto fabulous will definitely maybe come out a few times in the podcast today. Just get used to it. That's just how I am. Um, I did start a project as well, um, a women's platform a few years ago called. Um, at the time it was called Pretty Hurts but I changed the name because you know it sounded a bit sounded a bit diary of a, black, a mad black woman a bit Tyler Perry-esque <laughs> so I wanted to change the name to something a bit more universal so I changed it to Living Pretty I started that in um, end of 2015 beginning of 2016 and um, it's you know it's definitely my heart I am still learning a lot about I've learned a lot about myself through it um just being learning how to be consistent because that's something that I really tried to master and um confidence as well you know fear and lack of confidence can really stop you from going ham in things so it's definitely something I'm learning but I will talk about that more but that was just a space I wanted to create um for women like me because if I'm 100% honest with you when I started um living pretty it came out of a very like painful place, um, place that I, I was in a really bad place at the time, and I just needed something to help me through that, and also creating that space, that environment, that platform, that community, where women that felt like me at the time could come and be empowered, and that's really what it was about. It's about providing, um, you know, there's this saying, um, "Be who you." Be the person that you needed when you were younger. And it was kind of like that, but it was it was kind of like, be the person that you need right now. And so, be the person to others that you actually need right now. Because sometimes we can be so... We can sink ourselves and um, have so much pity on ourselves in um, regarding the circumstance or environment or, um, you know, situation that we're in, that we just um, become quite selfish. And so, for me, it was like, okay, Bianca, wake up and let's use this pain and turn it into purpose so um maybe another day we'll talk about that whole like pain into purpose situation but it kind of does fit in to what i want to talk about today so obviously if you have not um well you you've clicked on it so you would know what the episode is about if you haven't seen oh you have eyes so um it's it's the episode called from seeds to cycles and this episode oh let's stop it let me tell you something oh my gosh it has been oh my god i just it's been something that i've just needed to get out of my system because it's been you know when something's so heavy on you it just weighs down on you like it has been it's been so heavy on me and so heavy on just my spirit my conscience that i've just needed to get it out of my system because it's something that i am even as i'm talking to you guys about it's something that i am learning to master daily some days I fail some days I'm better at it than other days um but I just felt like this is something that I definitely need to share you know as someone that is going kind of going into the late 20s part of my life now I'm 26 you know probably like just reaching halfway through 26 um time goes so fast and I just don't want to um go into adulthood into the full essence of what an adult a grown person who's responsible for your own actions decisions what that's really like I don't want to encounter that without being um conscious of myself who I am the decisions I'm making why I'm making these decisions and so um the topic is from season cycles but it's really about self-awareness because um 
boy, if we are not careful, if we're not careful, if we are just very nonchalant about life and just go through life as as it comes, like literally, okay, today's today and that's all I'm going to worry about. Um, not to say that you have to always be worrying and be anxious about tomorrow or yesterday, but to be aware, I need to prepare myself for tomorrow or that what the mistakes I made today cannot repeat itself tomorrow. The actions of the cycles that I have brought through my life up until this point cannot keep going with me into my 30s and my 40s and my 50s and affecting my family and my friends and my spouses and all that kind of stuff so I kind of wanted to like break a f- break a few things down because so throughout this episode I'm going to be saying a few words and I'm going to need you guys to get on board okay we're gonna we're gonna create a little like a little community a little collective here okay a little, a little language and vocabulary now these are English words don't worry they're English <laughs> but um certain words may mean certain things so as you know the topic is from seeds to cycles so if throughout this episode i do say seeds seeds to me this is just for this episode this is not for life please don't take it into your english class and your university lessons and and to your workplaces okay this is just for this episode so seeds means in this episode it will mean if i say seeds it means experiences circumstances encounters happenings whether they're good whether they're bad whether they're exciting whether they were traumatic that's what seeds means okay experiences encounters okay now if i'm saying cycles cycles means the fruit of those seeds okay so for example i'm going to give examples here so the seed could be um a distant mother or father the seed could be that you were bullied when you were um younger a seed could be that you grew up in poverty okay then the cycle so the fruit of that seed would be um for example if you had a distant mother or father um this the cycle for that the fruit of that would be bad communication with your children that your the communication with your children isn't great or um the seed for for you being bullied um the cycle for that may be that you grown tough skin but not in a healthy way for example you don't really let people in emotionally a seed for growing up in poverty mean um could mean you know that the if that's a seed the cycle could be that when you got older and you um you did come into good money and you did get yourself a good job or a good career and you had you were quite wealthy or quite stable financially um that you blew through that money because you didn't really growing up in poverty you never really knew how to handle money you never really knew um how to save or you just saw you know yeah you just flashed because you, you were so used to not having that you wanted everything and so that could be the cycle of growing up in poverty now these are just examples okay so i'm hoping that you're catching on here so seeds experiences circumstances encounters like i said whether good or bad cycles are the fruits of those seeds okay the fruit what has come the result of that seed being planted okay um i've learned over the past probably about six months that there's a middle part that a lot of us forget about a part in between the seed and the cycle and that's the nurturing okay that's the nurturing there's a part in between the seed and the fruit and that is nurturing and nurturing how you nurture that seed determines what fruit comes of that seed what the state of what what state that fruit comes in if that makes sense how that fruit develops um all all determines on all depends on how you nurture that seed okay now nurturing can't take place without self-awareness okay if uh, it's it's crazy because like i know i'm saying a lot right now and i'm hoping you're keeping up but that middle part in between the seed and the cycle between the seed and the fruit 
the nurturing to me is the most important part i wanted to use these words so that you could actually have um you could visualize this visualization in what i'm saying um so if i literally just said experiences or i just said you know cycles and not not use the the words like seeds or fruits you probably wouldn't be able to visualize how important it is to um care for and look after um experiences that and things that you encounter and things that are implanted implanted in you um we are human beings so we absorb a lot you know but it's like when you're younger babies absorb a lot like <laughs> I, do, I remember i was at my friend's house the other day and my friend has a few she's got a couple of kids a few children and she was saying to her children listen do not repeat what i've said to you in this house because kids they will absorb everything you will say one thing at home and then you'll hear them say it to to their teacher and they're like oh excuse me <laughs> because they absorb we are human beings we absorb and sometimes we forget that just because um you know I, like i said i'm using the terminology of seeds and fruits and stuff like that but we i want us i want you to think of yourself as as soil yeah i want you to think of yourself as soil that's what i want you to think of yourself as okay and seeds are planted in us every day everything we encounter every experience we have every person we encounter every um every circumstance every happening it all they are all seeds all all and we are the ones that have to sometimes we think you know sometimes i've I've felt to myself oh you know i didn't plant this seed here this happened to me you know or this person did this so why should i have to take the responsibility of nurturing that seed if i wasn't the one who wanted that seed there in the first place um you know and and we're going to get to that part later but i think that's a very important thing to to know to remember and as i'm talking i'm these are things that i'm if i'm not going through now i have been through them okay so um as i was saying nurturing is the most important part and, and nurturing knowing how to nurture knowing what to do with that seed knowing how to take care of it all comes down to self-awareness um without self-awareness you won't know those very seeds exist you won't or if you do know they exist um you won't know sometimes a lot of the times we don't know how much of an impact that seed has had in the decisions that we've made we've made the things that we've allowed um the behavior patterns that we've developed and so self-awareness is so important so i want to give you a personal example of it and um it may be quite deep for some of you but it's okay we're gonna get there because for me you know it's all about being open and and vulnerable um for example a seed if you've listened um if you know me personally um or if you've listened to any of our podcasts i think in one of them i did talk about if it's out yet (laughs) i hope it is um i talked about being groomed at 13 and actually losing my virginity to um obviously i was groomed so it was someone who was of age and i was not obviously i was 13 years old and um i lost my virginity to that person now i believe that was a seed now, having dysfunctional relationships with the opposite sex, where I thought I had to be intimate with that person in order for that relationship to work or for it to be healthy, was the cycle that I developed, okay, off of um, that seed that was planted. Meeting this man and being in a relationship with them and feeling like I had to be intimate with them, or meeting this man and feeling, and that was the cycle that developed, that was the fruit that developed um, um, off of that, that seed. And so, um, you know, at the time, obviously, 13 years old, I'm not going to be self-aware. Come on, like, who's self-aware at 13? I mean, these days you can get, you know, but it's a different time now. But this was, what, 13 years ago? 13, 14 years ago. I was not self-aware. However, 
at the time I remember I was offered counselling and I didn't I refused because again I wasn't self-aware so I didn't feel like I needed it however counselling would have allowed me to be self-aware it would have given me the opportunity to be self-aware so that I can nurture the seed in a way that wouldn't have been damaging to my older self to my more mature self if that makes sense okay so I want to zoom in a little bit on the importance of being self-aware because I mean (laughs) without self I've only really come into the whole idea of being self-aware over the past probably year or so and that's down to a lot of different things it's down to I guess maturing it's down to having the right people around you as well um people that can cover your blind spots in regards to um you know identify allowing them to identify which is another story in itself but allowing other people around you to, to identify um seeds that are in you that you didn't know were there um, because sometimes we may not be able to ad- identify every single seed by ourselves that's why I was saying about counselling or having the right people around you that can identify those things for you when you cannot um, but being self-aware I would say it's giving yourself permission to care for and nurture seeds that could have otherwise been very damaging okay um, you know seeds will grow into either unhealthy cycles or healthy habits it's, it's literally one or the other it's one or the other and some may disagree, but for what my personal experience is, seeds will either grow into unhealthy cycles or healthy habits. That's it. You've got the healthy cycles or you've got the unhealthy cycles. And um, and like I said before, how you treat the seed, how you treat the experience determines the state of the fruit um, that that seed bears. I'm actually going to give some, I'm going to give some actual like dictionary definitions. Okay, so um, a seed is the reproduction of a plant capable of developing into um, another plant and i love the word where it said capable 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 i want you to remember that capable because seeds are capable of either going one way or the other way if you don't nurture it the right way it, it sometimes it won't grow at all sometimes it'll grow into something damaging and sometimes it'll grow into something very healthy Okay, and the cycle is a series of um, events that are regularly repeated. So a cycle is something that you're, you're noticing. This Okay, this has happened before. Okay, I'm noticing this now. Okay, this is very repetitive. Very, very, very repetitive. And then self-awareness is a conscious knowledge, conscious knowledge of one's own character and feelings. I want you to really remember that. I know that as you go on in life, that your self-awareness is a conscious knowledge, knowing what who you, who you are and knowing how you feel about things i think this it's just so important because sometimes we can process things and not even take a minute to sit down and think okay how do i really feel about this and um your feelings will eventually if you don't process it your your feelings will eventually come out in your actions which then turn into cycles so it all it all links up here um but you know for me like if i was to in context to this top like topic being self-aware for me allows you to identify seeds and then once you identify them you will know how to nurture it you have to identify them first that for me is the first step is identifying it so for me um when i'm i try to identify a seed identify an experience or an encounter i always use the five w's and i know it sounds really cheesy 
but for me these are just things that I've had to put in place for me in order to help me identify things so the five w's if you don't know are who what why where and when now sometimes you may not always need all five w's sometimes you may just need two of them sometimes you may need sometimes one w or two w's or three may be more important than the rest in, in context to the experience or the encounter for example you know like the who and the what may be more important than the why, where and when. Or sometimes the why is more important than the who, what, where and then. Um, so I'll give you an example um, of that because I really want you to visualise a lot of this. I don't want to just be spitting things and putting things in your, in your face and you listening to things and not digesting it and not imagining it. I think visualisation is so important when you're trying to process things um, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. It's, it's good to be able to see things and to yeah to imagine because then I think you once you see and imagine it in someone else you can see and imagine it for yourself um which is so important so I'll give you an example of that um I've always kind of had an issue with being consistent and (laughs) um it's not like I'm not laughing in a funny way but it's something that I have definitely learned about myself and I'm still I'm not gonna lie trying to tackle that because it's something that I I'm trying to master daily all my days guys it's just it is a struggle like it's a struggle because um yeah boy being consistent and there are few it's funny actually because i don't know if this is for everyone but for me i've actually discovered that sometimes when there's a cycle there's actually more than one seed like more than one encounter experience or experience has actually contributed to that cycle it hasn't just been one thing so for me the inconsistency definitely I think um came from one of the things it came from was um when I was younger I moved to school a lot and I moved house a lot um even just my whole life I've never really I never grew up in like one house you know most people grew up in one house when they were younger that was not me um I went to three primary schools and I went to three secondary schools <laughs> I've lived in um like I said before I've lived in South East London all my life but I um let's see where have I lived let's see I've lived in Bermondsey I've lived in Lewisham I've lived in um Broccoli I've lived in Peckham I've lived in Deptford um obviously now I live like more south in the wood Croydon sides um and like I said I went to three primary schools and I went to three secondary schools and um there were different reasons for each move move in regards to me moving house there were different reasons in regards to each school that I went to why I moved um I remember some of them was because I moved house so some um moves in regards to schools were a result of moves in regards to the house some moves in schools was because I didn't I hated it there I didn't like it um I felt you know I had anxiety a lot when I was a child which is so funny because I never knew what that meant I remember someone telling me I think you have anxiety and I did you're not gonna know you're 11 or 12 what's that (laughs) so um but I moved a lot like I started secondary school and I actually went to a private school at first and um yeah like I I hated it oh my gosh I hate it I hate it so much um and then I moved to another school in Bermondsey which was closer to my house and then we moved from Bermondsey to Peckham Rye and again moved to school um and the school in Bermondsey that I actually moved from to go to school in Peckham Rye even though Bermondsey and Peckham are not that far from each other and the school that I was um at in Bermondsey I spent about seven, eight months there and I was there. I was by myself a lot. I hated it. I was, I spent a lot of time alone. Like I was by myself, break times, lunch times, um, lessons. I didn't really talk to anyone. 
no one really spoke to me. I felt very out of place. And so when we did end up moving from Bermondsey to Peckham Rye, um, uh, I moved to school again, to a school that was basically across the road from my house, and I did stay there until... Um, it's funny because when I moved to secondary school, I did it all in... It was all in the same year. The three schools I went to was all in year seven. <laughs> and so I stayed in my last secondary school from year seven to 11 I stayed there um but I didn't realize that that was a seed for me being inconsistent um because I had moved house so many times I moved school so many times I felt like I always had to change things I developed a habit of not finishing things um and not yeah not wanting to finish or feeling like it was okay for me to not finish this and start something else um, and another seed for me being inconsistent, which I think um, a lot of creatives, uh, some creatives may be able to um, to relate to, is um, having so and you know sometimes seeds aren't always bad things, but sometimes like I said, if you don't nurture it the right way, they will turn into something quite unhealthy. So the seed um, for me was being you know growing up in quite an, a creative environment where my dad was a musician, my brother was a musician at some point, my brother's always been quite creative, my sister's creative, my sister worked in fashion. And so I grew up in an environment, even church, around church and school. I was always around creative people. And so I um, honed in on a lot of talents and gifts that I had. Um, But with being a creative comes all these ideas, all these ideas that you want to do and you just don't know how to hone in and sharpen just one at a time. And that also led to me being inconsistent. I didn't know, um, and I'm still mastering that, how to focus on one at a time, how to master that one and finish that one or complete the uh you know get that one to a certain level before starting something else it was all always i had to finish one thing before i had to stop one thing rather before starting another i couldn't focus on too many things at one time i had to focus on one at a time because i couldn't give my all to something what if i'm juggling 10 things at once so that um like i said um, there are a mix. Sometimes there are a mixture of things that contribute to a cycle that you've developed. It may not just be one seed. It could be actually different things. And so, um, being self-aware that I'm inconsistent allowed me to identify where what the seeds were, why I was inconsistent, what happened, what what did I do, what did someone do to me, or what experience, what thing did I experience, what thing did I encounter, what seed was there that allowed me to be inconsistent. Um, so now that I am developing the habit because I really feel like, you know, being self, like I said, being able to identify seeds allows you to really be the master of your life. I don't mean that in a spiritual way, like, oh, I am the master of myself. For me, God is my ultimate master. But what I'm saying in regards to knowing how to identify seeds really allows you to be the master of your actions, of your decisions, not in a way that you feel like others are dictating to you that you you do never you never want to get to a place where you feel like because I've been through this and sometimes I still experience this where you feel like you are a result of things that have happened to you that things um things that people have done to you you never want to live in the shadows of that so for me I'm like I cannot be a result I cannot be a I am not myself going to be a fruit of bad experiences. I am not going to be a walking bad apple, if that makes sense. I'm not going to be a walking bad apple. I don't want to walk around and live my life and people can see I am an actual reflection of unhealthy decisions, of unhealth, on of bad seeds and bad roots. Um, you want to, you want to, you know, because I think I, I'm trying my best to, 
you know, share more of myself and share things that have happened, things I've encountered. And I have no problem with that. But you do not want to be a reflection of uh, those things. You want to be a, a healthy reflection, as in, I've gone through these things and I've overcome. I've bettered myself. I've I've worked on myself that there's been, there's been, you can see that there's been personal development. I do not want to be a bad fruit. That's the basic. I don't want to be a walking bad fruit. Mine's not about to walk around people saying, oh, bro, she looks... She looks like she's, she looks rough. I don't mean that in the physical way, but just through my actions, through my decisions, through the way I treat others, through the way I treat myself. I do not want to be a reflection of things that have happened to me or things that I've encountered. I hope that makes sense to you. And for me, um, I have, I've developed and I'm trying to put things in place to help me with, I don't know, with just being more self-aware when it comes to cycles or actions. And so for me, I have three different stages of self-awareness for me. When it, if I see that there's, there's, history is repeating itself, um, I sit down and I say, OK, Bianca, go through these three stages. Now, for me, I do it in a certain order. You don't have you could do it backwards. It's up to you. But my order is number one, identifying the cycle. Number two, identifying the process. And number three, identifying the seed. So what you're doing is you're starting on surface level and you're actually ma- making your way deeper, deeper into until you get to the root, till you get to the seed. So the first one is um, identifying the, the cycle. So identifying the the it could be the actions, the decisions, the behavior pattern, what you see that's repeating itself. So whether it's, for example, um, when we were using an example earlier about what seeds could be, um, let's use one bullying, for example then we said that that was the seed and the cycle was that you developed a tough skin you wouldn't let people in so so the cycle is from being bullied that you've developed you are emotionally cold you don't let people in you are maybe some people may perceive you as quite mean quite surly um that's the cycle and you're seeing that that's you've identified that okay i let people up to into a certain point and then i stopped them there everybody family friends whoever it is even maybe possible potential spouses potential partners life partners that's your cycle identifying the process for me is identifying um the the process in that seed how the seed has formed how the seed has formed into a fruit whether it's a good or a bad fruit you're identifying the process so you're for me when i identify the process i identify different things that have happened so i've identified that this is the cycle the cycle is is that i'm emotionally cold i don't let people in um emotionally i don't open up to people emotionally that's a cycle the process is okay you could go backwards, you could start, you can go in chronological order, or you could, it doesn't really matter, but the process is, okay, uh, ooh, this, um, Harry came into my life, and I let him up to this point, um, Billy came into my life, and we got really, really close, and then he left because he couldn't take any more, um, Tom came in, and yeah, he was a bit emotionally cold too, so we could relate, but then there was just something about, it felt weird, even being able to relate to him on that level that we just I just distanced myself from him and eventually he had enough the process is okay what decisions have I made up until this point what um what happenings what circumstances have happened in inside of the site you're basically opening the sites like you're cutting the cycle open you're cutting the fruit open and you're seeing what it contains that's what it is and then as you, you're cutting deeper and deeper, in the middle you'll see the seed. And that's the last part of the the um, 
the for me anyways the stage is the seed the seed is where did this come from how did this start what made me like this what encounter whether it's more than one what thing happened that made me um feel like this is the way I have to live my life. I have to live my life. Whether it's co- conscious or subconscious, because a lot of, the, of our actions, um, as a result of seeds, a lot of the times they are subconscious. And that's the whole point of being self-aware, is to be conscious, isn't it? So the seed now, you're getting to the bottom part. The seed is, okay, what happened? What part? And sometimes it's very hard to... I, let's, let's be real about the situation, because I've been in this more than once. Sometimes it is very hard to identify where it came from especially if you've been in the cycle for such a long time that it's second nature to you this cycle is just who you are it's when it's second nature to you the more the cycle the longer the cycle goes on for it is the harder it's going to be to get to the core to find the seed again the seed is i was bullied at a young age many times we think that seeds bad seeds for example if we perceive it as a bad a bullying we'd we'd obviously perceive that as a bad experience as a bad seed um and a lot of the times what we make the mistake of is trying to get rid of the seed as a whole instead of using the seed for good because i've done that where i'm like okay this seed needs to go like it needs to go it needs to go and you know me being a christian i've realized that that doesn't exist it does not exist you're not going to be able to say god take this away this seed is not going to go but what it is is he uses that bad for good that's what God does. And so if we take that into our own lives, whether it's um, just through spiritual um, seeds, whether it's seeds that I put, psychological seeds, mental seeds, emotional seeds, whatever kind of seeds they are, it's saying, I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of this seed. I'm actually going to take the seed and nurture it in a way where I can use it for the betterment and the, the development of my, not only myself, but those around me. And, you know, there's been a lot of, I kind of want to talk about things that have stifled me from identifying seeds and stifled me from being self-aware because, like, because let's be real about the situation, yeah. We've all been in moments where someone may highlight something to us or, you know, we may have somewhat of an epiphany, but then denial comes in. And, uh, you know, for me, I'm learning that you cannot be effectively self-aware and have self-pity at the same time. Babes, it don't work. I'm telling you, listen... Having self-pity and being self-aware, there's a few things that cannot mix with being self-aware. That if you want to be self-aware effectively where you are, where you you want to change and you want to you want those seeds to make a positive impact on you and you're making the decision that these things are not gonna are not gonna destroy me, but I'm gonna turn around and use it for good. Babes, self-pity is one of them. There's a couple of them, but I will start with self-pity. You cannot be effectively self-aware and self-pity. And sometimes, because let me tell you something, self-pity drives you to not take an action because it's always someone or something else's fault. If you really want to be self-aware and you want to get to the root of these scenes, hey, self-pity has to go. It has to go. Blaming has to go. It was his fault. So why should, it was her fault. Oh, it was this. Babes, I'm telling, I'm getting passionate about this part because boy, I've, I've been in it where you refuse to work on something that that is in you because it's not your fault. It wasn't your fault that the seed was planted there in the first place. Self-pity is not going to work. You have to, you have to get rid of it, babes. I'm telling you. And this is life. We have to understand that things happen to us. Sometimes that are out of our control. And that's just that we have to accept it and process that. Even if I did not put this there. You know, when you were younger and your mom would say, can you clean that up? And you're like, but I didn't make that mess. 
you know and your mum's like excuse me we all live in this house okay we share chores collectively we share responsibilities collectively this is your brother this is your sister okay and and it's that same thing that you know and 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 not knowing that that mess that your sister made or your brother made is actually affecting you as well you don't think it is but it is because it's in your house and it's kind of the same um same thing when it comes to when people do things to you or or you encounter things or things happen to you even if it wasn't your fault you get older now babes you can't play the blame game no more i'm telling you because you'll get into your 30s your 40s your 50s and you'll be the same and you'll be the same broken damaged person and while that person has got to live in their life you are there and you're broken you're unhappy with yourself you know i I could go into it but like i said self-pity drives you to not take an action because it's always someone or someone else's fault and so you cannot be self-aware and feel sorry for yourself at the same time for me you may think that works but it don't work for me another one is um you can't be self-aware and be selfish you can't now you can self-aware I think there's a there's a part of self-aware that allows you and drives you to put put in yourself first in regards to mentally, emotionally, etc. But when I mean selfishness, I mean that um, because selfishness drives you to only thinking about yourself, meaning that you may never discover your blind spots in your character or in character traits or in your personality or the way you do things. And like I said, I, pre, um, I did say at some point in this episode that sometimes, um, you know, seeds that we have is actually other people that identify it for us whether it's our family members whether it's our counsellors our therapists whoever else our spouses sometimes it's actually other people that do that um because they are seeing how your your seed is actually not only affecting you but it's affecting them yeah a lot of the times when people when when your seeds affect other people that's when they'll speak up (laughs) um selfishness will drive you to think well i don't care how this affects this is me i don't care how it affects anybody else i don't i really don't care so you can't be selfish and be self-aware because there's actually a part of self-awareness where you actually have to think about other people it's yes i know it says self-awareness but self-awareness actually means how your actions and your behaviors are is also affecting those around you and affecting you know people whether it's your colleagues your spouses um, family members and so sometimes others may actually help you on that journey of self-awareness where they and they're initiating that journey for you and saying this is what it is but then obviously after that once they identify that for you for you you now have the responsibility of um, making sure that you are nurturing this you are now taking responsibility to nurture the seeds in the correct way and using it for the benefit and for your good and for the benefit of those around you um but you can't be selfish and like i said self-pity it will swallow you up listen until you are you are you you've gone you've left this earth and your whole life has been about this person did that and that person did that to me so why should i have to change why should i do this it's 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 an easy trap to fall into very easy very very easy and it's a hard one to get out of easy to fall into and hard to get out of and i'm saying this from from experience trust me guys trust me and you know for me being self-aware is like having a bird's eye view of how your um, actions how the cycles how the seeds of the fruits of those seeds um affect not just yourself but those around you like your colleagues even or your your business partners you know your employees your spouses your potential partners or whatever um family members your sister your brother your mum your your children one thing i do love about this generation is that um, a lot of us seem to be intentional about breaking cycles that um whether it's mental emotional um, physical even whereas a, a, it could be a cycle to do with health um, and bad eating and bad dieting um, we seem to be intentional about 
breaking generational cycles that came from our parents or our grandparents or um, even our older siblings. Um, because self-awareness doesn't always mean that the seed came from you. And I think that's what um, is really important to know as well. And that's why I said you cannot be self-aware and um, effectively and be have self-pity at the same time because you could sit there and say, well, I this was something that my mum did or my dad did or this was something that my grandparents did. Why should I have to sit here and do it? Like, why should I sort this out? Why should it be something that I have to change? Um, and so it's taking responsibility that even if you didn't put the seed there, that you're going to be the one to break it. You're the, you're going to be the one to say, you know what, let's nurture this seed in a way that is actually befitting and benefiting, that I can take a lesson from this seed, okay? Because a lesson in itself is good fruit, okay? A lesson acting on what you know about that lesson. You know, because knowing something is different to actually doing, um, acting based on what you know. Because sometimes you think, okay, how can I really take a bad experience or a bad seed or something that's been a bad fruit for a long time and use it for for my good for me the number one thing is if you can't think of anything else it would be a lesson to me that is a good fruit but not only the lesson because sometimes we very much are aware of things and we know things but um actually acting off of what that like what that that experience has taught you because sometimes the experiences teach us things and we do nothing about it we're like okay cool it's taught us this and we kind of ignore, we kind of move on and say, okay, this taught me this, but we don't actually change um, anything about ourselves or change anything about our behaviour patterns or the people around us, whether it's bad company. We don't actually change anything so that that lesson is actually impactful and that lesson has had a good impact and has been effective in your life. And um, there have been times where I've very much failed to identify a seed, like I've I don't know where it came from. If I'm being honest, there are times where I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know where this this habit came from. I don't know where the cycle came from. Like, I'm actually genuinely struggling because some cycles could be before you were even old enough to remember things. You'd be surprised. Like I said, from when we are born, we obs- we absorb things. So um, sometimes I have had difficulty. I'm not gonna lie identifying where a seed has come from. Identifying and so you know, like I said, it's easy to. Um, to nurture know how to nurture something when you know um one of the five w's at least you know where it came from who put it there etc when it started when it was planted there but when you don't know you you find it difficult to know how to nurture it in those moments where i felt to really figure out where this seed has come from is i just say okay do you know what this is a cycle that has developed from whatever seed this was this is a habit that i have it's definitely come from somewhere i just don't know where so i sit down and i'm like okay bianca cool there's a cycle here, there's a pattern. Is it a good or a bad pattern? That's the first thing. If it's a bad pattern, okay, how can I change it? And so sometimes it's just figuring out how to really um, change bad habits. And this that's where discipline comes in. So sometimes it may be hard for you ident- to identify. Or sometimes you're not actually emotionally ready to identify a seed. Like you know where it came from sometimes, but you are not quite ready yet to dissect it. You don't feel like you're... At, Um, mentally stable or psychologically stable enough or spiritually stable enough to actually really dissect it um at at that moment in time because there have been times where i'm like okay cool i know this is definitely not good bianca what's going on like this is repetitive but i'm like no i'm not ready for this yet i'm I'm not ready to dissect it because once i dissect it i know oh 
my god it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot for me and i don't know if i'm ready for that yet and there's there's moments where you where you delay things not because you are procrastinating in regards to i can't be bothered but it's okay it's okay am i really emotionally ready enough to to handle and to dissect this am i going to be able to really digest this in the way that needs to be um digested and process it in the way that needs to be processed or am i am i just going to be a hot mess (laughs) let's be real about it because i've been in situations where i feel like i prematurely um i wasn't mature enough to actually process trauma or things that i've been through and i tried to dissect it prematurely i tried to deal with it prematurely or tried to even deal with it alone and it just didn't work it sometimes almost made things worse so sometimes you have identified the cycle because you are because you are trying to be more self-aware you know there's a cycle then you know what the cycle is and you know what the seed is even but you're just not ready to, to 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 really get to the seed and to really have to deal with the seed because sometimes the seed could be very traumatic experiences we've been we've been through whether it's i don't know um uh, a violent relationship whether it could be a family a death um in the family or something that happened to you whether it was an illness or you know it could be something stuff that we're not necessarily ready to really deal with and that's the that's the hardest part i think i have had definitely been the hardest part for me in regards to being self-aware and identifying is um not feeling ready and feeling like if i get to this seed and if i really reach for this seed um am i going to be able to handle it or is it going to make me worse i've had that fear um and so i think it's being able to put the right things in place um for me it's the company um also i think counseling is really good for i don't do counseling but it's something that i definitely um have in in the works in regards to something i'm planning to do i feel like everybody needs counseling um like my friends and uh family members are able to help me through things sometimes that um i feel like i cannot handle if i was to do it alone um um, how i've dealt with the fear and the anxious feeling of not wanting to um get to deal with the seed is um I know it sounds really cliche, but literally taking one day at a time and actually investing in myself that um, whether it's reading books or listening to podcasts, things that will help me surround yourself with the right people that can actually the right things and people that can actually impart to you that can help you on your emotional, um, psychological and spiritual maturity that eventually you'll be able to get to that place where bit by bit. You are dissecting and you are reaching for that seed. One day it's a, you're reaching a little further and the next you're reaching a little further. The next you're, you you read this book and you saw this quote and it helped you to change perspective. You're changing perspective on how to deal with things and change the route on how to deal with things. Sometimes we don't even know because of the family, the families we've come from and the environments we've come from. We don't actually know how to deal with these things. And so it's actually unlearning. It's, I know this for a fact. This is for me. Being self-aware is learning and unlearning at the same time it is one of the most complex <laughs> things for me that i've ever had to deal with is learning and unlearning at the same time you're literally you're absor- absorbing all of this information and at the same time you're having to let go of a lot of information a lot of things that are not serving you anymore and never served you in the first place if i'm honest i am um, and so it's learning self-awareness for me again is learning and unlearning at the same time knowing what serves me and what no longer serves me and what not only did it serve me but never served those around me that i thought maybe i would have served those around me but didn't and um, because of the way i perceived things and so Guys, I just want you to, I know this has been a long episode, I know I've been saying a lot, but um, I just really hope that I've helped you in regards to, like, being, identifying seeds. Like I said, the topic was, you know, is from seeds to cycles, but there's so much in between those 
two points of the seeds and the cycles, the seeds and the fruits, the experiences and the results, the, ex- the encounters and the, and the behaviour patterns. There's so much that goes on in between those two moments that we have to be so intentional about nurturing and caring for because we don't want to turn out anyway and anyhow you know we don't um we don't want to live life where life is literally shaping us and we're not taking life's experiences and using it to shape us and using it for our good instead we're, we're letting life use us instead of us using life for the betterment of ourselves and for the betterment of, of those around us yeah, and i know i've said a lot today but i just want you to really um, if you have to listen to this podcast more than once please because i think when we are more self-aware as a people especially as um in this generation we can help each other a lot we can do so much for each other we can make such an impact on this world if we realize how our actions affect others how they affect ourselves and also that just because we we didn't plant the seed there doesn't mean it's not our responsibility to nurture it Okay, I want to repeat that one more time. Just because we didn't plant the seed there, it does not mean it is not our responsibility to nurture it. Okay, because a lot of things that have happened to us and a lot of experiences that we've been through definitely were not our fault. Some of them were and some of them are, but we have to realise that, okay, this seed is me and it is my responsibility. So I hope that I have been vulnerable enough with you guys today. I've been open enough with you guys today. Um that you guys can really take what I've said, you know, I really wanted to use as much personal experiences as experiences as possible so that you guys can see, I'm not just, you know, I don't, for me, I don't like to listen to podcasts where they just tell you to do things, telling you, oh, do this, do that, like 10 steps to this, and for me, I want to know how you got there, I want you to be open and vulnerable with me, so I do hope that I've been able to share um, as much as I can, that I'm not just telling you how to do things because I really don't believe in that. I believe in relating. Um, I think that's the most important thing about making an impact is being able to relate. I really hope that I've been able to translate what's been on my heart and my mind um, to you guys in a way that you guys can effectively um, use it for your lives. And yeah, I, I'm i so happy that I finished this all. Like, I'm so happy that I've been able to get this on my heart and my mind because it was such a heavy subject and it's something that I'm working on on a daily basis. I have not mastered this self-awareness thing, but I thought, you know, why don't I just share it while I'm on the journey with I don't want to arrive and then tell you da-da-da-da-da. There's, to me there's no arrival anyways but I don't want to get to a certain point in it and be like okay now I can share like I want to share whilst I'm here whilst I'm on the journey being open about the journey I'm on also allows me to create a platform where others can share with each other do you know what I mean so yeah guys I really hope you enjoyed this from seeds to cycles let's let's be intentional man let's let's do this thing let's be intentional about about our lives about the decisions we make because we want to live full lives and when I mean full I don't mean all this money and you know famous and all of this stuff i mean full lives as in you are making an impact even if it's just with your family or your friends you're making an impact with yourself you're growing you're nurturing you're developing yourself um just re- living a full and rich life and so that's what it's all about guys i will see you on the next ep- well not see you but you know you know what i'm trying to say i will see you i will hear you you will hear me in it <laughs> on that next on the next episode i hope you enjoyed and i hope that please leave some feedback remember to follow us on all our social media platforms we are on we are at she's in a pod on facebook twitter and um, instagram our website is um she's in a pod.com hit us up dm us leave feedback subscribe do all of that please subscribe first of all as well if it's on um spotify press follow if it's on 
uh, Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Do what you need to do so that you can get notifications when we come up and when we post new episodes. Thank you for following and for being on this journey with us, this short journey so far. Very excited that you're on this journey with us. And yeah, anyways, I'm out. <laughs> Bye, guys.